So today we got Between the Bedposts with Liv and Connor and our producer Ben, and today we got some pretty good topics, I think. Um, we have condom findings and then Plan B, and we all got some lovely stories about that. So, Liv, you want to start us off with condom findings? Sure. Um, the one The one story that distinctly came to my mind when we talked about this is um, <laughs> so I have a big vase in my bedroom like a flower vase big is an understatement okay sure. it's, a, it's, it's a rather large vase it's a large vase and um it's like a deceiving wine glass it's just like looks small but there's a lot of condoms in there anyway it, not just to your and thunder. it's a condom vase I have a bunch of condoms any size you need I got it um and so I just have this, and it's just in my room. Like, it's kind of decor at this point. Like, it's just kind of <laughs> iconic. Like, it's an aesthetic thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, all my roommates are like, "Oh, oh, it's Liv's condom vase." Um, yeah, like all my friends know, it's just kind of a thing now. And so, I had it when I first like moved to college, and. So when I moved to the house I live in now, it was, like, the second weekend I, like, moved here. And my parents came up to, like, bring me, like, random things I forgot when I moved in. And for some reason, like, I'm so used to the vase, I don't even think about it. And my dad was, like, fixing things on the house, setting things up, whatever. And Mm -hmm. my mom and I were in my room, and we were sitting on my bed, and she looked over and there's the condom vase. (laughs) And her eyes got so wide and she was like oh my god olivia what is that are those condoms are you having casual sex why are there so many oh my gosh is that a gold one and i was like like, uh as i'm hearing my dad come up the stairs yeah and i was like i was like mom stop i was like pause and i was like don't say anything and so i grabbed the vase and i like put it under a pillow and my and my mom just has this like I don't even know what her look was on her face. <laughs> like, she would just, like, tell a ghost. And my dad comes to my room, and he's like, what's going on? And I was like, oh, nothing. I just told mom a really funny joke. And he just, like, looked at me, and he was like, ugh. And then walked away. <laughs> okay, so he goes back downstairs. And my mom Bullets is like. Dodged. Yeah. Um, I was like, that's the last thing my dad needs to know is my condom vase. And so my mom, like, sat me down, and she's like. Well, I'm glad you're using protection, Liv, but that's so many condoms, and she okay. still runs it up to this day. Well, you got to think from her shoes, right? She's like, oh, I got this sweet, innocent little daughter, you know, never fucking walked in on her, ever, and then all of a sudden she sees massive condom jar, like... Not even, like, she just finds your condom, she finds, like, all 108 of them sitting there, just looking her in the face, like... Yeah, I mean, it can, I understand. You should have told her, like, you were really good at making balloon animals. Now you're trying to challenge yourself some more or something like that. That would have been been quite the excuse. Um, But, yeah, so that happened, and that's just kind of, like, a thing that will never die. Um, Or, like, one time my brother, my little brother came up and stayed the weekend with me. And, again, I forgot it. And so he was staying in my room, um... And, like, I slept on the couch, like, the good sister I am, and he, I, like, I'm, like, giving him, like, blankets, pillows, whatever, 
And he looks over and he's like, Liv, what the fuck is that? And I was like, oops, my bad. And he was like, oh, dear God. Um, but yeah, that's my condom finding story. Mm. It's not that crazy, but. I mean, mine was horrific. So it was in high school and it was when I thought I was being nice and sneaky and hiding everything perfectly. And me and the girlfriend at the time just like fucked in my basement like normal like that that was nothing out of the ordinary right i throw the condom wrapper like i find i go in the trash i like hide it deep down in there like along with the condom i'm like place won't be found like okay simple right i wake up about either the next day or like two days later it was before school my mom woke me up for school and she goes so i don't really know how to say this but your dad found this and just threw it on my bed and walked out of my room and i looked at it and it looked like a candy wrapper and i'm like what the fuck it's just like the sliver corner of it and the only word you can see on it is latex (laughs) like before it goes into like the box thingy of it and i'm like nice they both found it and this wasn't like my first time doing it either this is probably like I don't know, like, my sophomore or junior year of high school, so, like, I wasn't new to it, but I'm like, fuck, I slipped up. And all my dad had to say, like, this is the only sex ed talk he has ever given me in my life. Already after I've done the deed, he goes, well, all I gotta say is, you know the game, if you fuck up, I'm not helping you. (laughs) And I was like, all right, dad, thank you for the advice. Didn't congratulate me. Nothing like not a father son. Congratulations from your dad. I mean, maybe not in that scenario, but at the same time, like he, it was he was just it it seemed like he was disappointed in me in a way. I'm like, okay, my bad. Sorry, practice safe sex. See, like from a female perspective, do you think it's like normal for like dads to congratulate their sons on like having sex or like seeing them? I mean, it just depends on the scenario and like. I had a girlfriend at the time, and we were, like, Mm -hmm. dating after, like, six, seven months. So, like, I mean, you call it what you want, but at the same time, I don't think I'm fucking Satan for what I was doing. Mm -hmm. What was it like when your dad, did your dad ever give you the talk? He gave me the talk, and I haven't mentioned this on the pod or to you guys at all, but, like, my parents are very Christian. Like, very. So, like, when I got it, it was, like, like the whole religious side and like moral side, but then at that same time, it was like, and you know, if you if you have a child, you have to take care of it. For the rest <laughs> yeah, of your life. yeah, that's Dude. the decision. I'm like, yeah. I mean, they're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, my dad had a kid when he was 18, 19 on accident. So when I turned 19 and didn't have one, the fucking family celebrated. Basically, it was fucked up. <laughs> Did you get like a cake? No, it was more of they all told me, "Wow, you made it this far." <laughs> Good for you, Connor. I, yeah, no, like, it's a large slap in the face. (laughs) See, like, my mom, like, when she gave me the talk, she was like, she's also a nurse, and she's very open, almost too open about things, Mm. but that's another, that's a whole other thing, but when she gave me the talk, and still to this day, like, her, her saying is, no peas in the V's. No bees in the bees. Mm. And so, like, if I had one of, a couple of my guy friends over, like, you know, a hangout, she'd be like, okay, guys, have fun. Remember, no peas in the bees. Or I'd be like, oh, like. That's I'm, awkward. Oh, that my gosh. The P and the B is a better substitute. Yeah. No peanut butter and jelly. Like, mm. and, or, like, I remember I had 
Oh, I was talking to this guy, and, like, he wanted, it was the second date, and he was like, can I meet your parents? And I was like, <laughs> what? Anyway, so I was like, uh, sure, and it was so awkward. And I was like, and he's like wanting to like sit down and have a conversation with them. And I was like, mm mm mm. And so after like 10 minutes in, I was like, okay, we're gonna go downstairs. Mm. And we're like going downstairs. <laughs> and my mom's like, remember guys, no peas in the V's. <laughs> like, it's just her, that's her form of the sex talk now. Okay. But. I don't wanna like derail that story, but like knowing how, how some of your stories begin and like guys requesting things, I expected this to go like oh can i like co meet it's like the second day right oh can i come meet your parents and then we can do anal immediately after or <laughs> some like dark random shit like that that's terrifying but dude i feel like you've told me so many so many very close stories and shit like that none have ever been involving your parents but i mean that'd be a new peak i could see oh, you reaching sure. <laughs> i mean if that was gonna happen to anyone it'd probably happen to me yes Oh, for sure. It's the only reason I could think of some shit like that yeah. is because I was talking to you about it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> to be straight but, honest. But no, I try to keep my parents or my family out of my dating life or whatever endeavor I'm pursuing. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> because I'm like, ooh, I do not want to open that I, can of worms. And like, again, not to derail, but I have had a girl like tell me like it looks so hot seeing me around my family one time and she tried to go down on me at a fucking family event in the bathroom like what the fuck are you doing my sister could come knock on the door i'm not doing this right now no but anywho so let's start talking about plan b <laughs> oh hold on hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> we forgot ben do you have a condom fight oh, yeah. story? mine isn't as exciting um it was more or less um my parents came to like just like see my like room and like my dorm room and stuff freshman year mm -hmm. and like they was like they saw one of like the like ones the really terrible like singles mm -hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> like just like out like on the floor and like then they just paused for a moment and then we're like okay um ben did you get this for like free or something oh, or like no, did you stop by the health center i was like yeah, yeah, they were just handing them out in the union. I thought it was, like, candy or something, and I'd already taken it by the time I had it. Oh, I wow. Like, Good cover. <laughs> Great cover, I mean. You covered finding a condom with getting candy at the union? Yeah, you didn't, like, he, like, grabbed it. He's like, oh, this looks like fun candy. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> oh, no, it's a condom. I can't eat my, this. My favorite thing to do is, like, <laughs> you know at, like, the union or the library, on, like, the wall, they have, like, the condom dispenser? So, whenever, like, I'm at the library, like, studying with my friends, or I'm in union eating lunch, I'll kind of, and I have to go pee, I'll randomly get a condom, and I'll just come out and just, like, be like, oh my gosh, I got this for you, like, to my friend, and I <laughs> give it to them, like, in public, and they freak out, and it's my favorite thing to do, it's so funny, because I'm like, oh my god, what do I do with it, what do I do with it, and it's just a random condom, and... Y'all act like it's a fucking grenade. Oh, no! <laughs> I'd, I would be like, if one of my buddies just gave me a condom, I'd either blow it up and then, like, try to, like, stick it on his, like, book bag or something, or I would keep it. <laughs> That's a good joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you. So if you ever want to embarrass your friends in public at school, do yeah. it. They, You normally get a really good reaction. I've recorded multiple of my friends, and... It's quite comical. Should make that a segment. That'd be a fun one. Ooh. 
That yes. would be really good video content. Okay, if we get a TikTok account, that's what we're doing. Bingo. All right. Um, plan B. Plan B. Let's talk about Plan B. Ben, you got any crazy Plan B stories? Yeah. Oh, I have a fairy tale of a Plan B story. Wait, um, what is it? It was... <laughs> this was this uh, past year, I think. Valentine's Day was what, on a Friday? Something like that? Oh! <laughs> wow, it is a real fairy tale story. Every good Valentine's Day ends with Plan B. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful, right? But uh, it gets classier from there. Okay. Um, it wasn't the Friday, but the Saturday. Um, I had been hanging out with a girl, uh, and uh, we both decided to take acid. Okay. Like together Fun and trip Saturday. together. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. That's a, that's a date. You call that a date night. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like a gotta, Valentine's thing. It was just hanging out. Yeah, you got to plan it out, though. So, I mean, I, I call it a date. Yeah, okay, I guess. <laughs> it's a seven-hour trip as a date. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no. So, anyways, uh, we were very high off of that. And, like, yeah, no. Uh, we went and hung out in my room for a good while. And uh, But, anyways, the peak was so insane, and I was just not even conscious or had yeah. a, a grasp on things mm-hmm. for a little bit uh i forgot what all went down <laughs> oh so the next day uh out of panic and uh just trying to stay safe <laughs> i uh went down to walgreens and tried to get a plan b mm. and uh shortly after valentine's day they did not have a lot available yeah they did not yeah <laughs> yep. so uh yeah i know it was a beautiful way to spend fifty dollars <laughs> on a sunday morning <laughs> So, I yeah. guess my plan B story was the same day weekend as Ben's. Um, I probably just missed you at the Walgreens, honestly. Um, but this is the only time I've taken it. Um, it was, I was, my ex-boyfriend at the time, we weren't dating yet, but he came up and surprised me on Valentine's Day. He drove up and we went to dinner. He brought me flowers. It was really sweet. And we had a good time. And so, you know, next thing, you know, we're do an xyz and the condom fell off okay mm-hmm. it got lost that terrifying i okay all right mm-hmm. okay. and so i was like wait mm. and like in the moment we didn't think of anything but then the next morning i got a text from him cuz he had to get up or like before I did and so he's like hey good morning Liv hope you like slept good last night and he's like hey random question when's your next period um I woke up in a panic last night about um you know the condom situation he's like "Mm, should you get a plan b I think you should get a plan b like it's just like text Mm -hmm. of him like spiraling throughout his morning and I was like oh dear god and so, shout out to my old roommate, Noah. I know you're going to listen. Um, so, I come out in our old apartment, and I am, like, pacing back and forth, like, mm-hmm. freaking out. And I was like, Noah, Noah. It's, like, 7.30 in the morning, too. And I was like, Noah, I was like, I think I need to play me. And I was like, oh, my gosh, oh my gosh. And I was like, I don't want to go alone. And he's like, okay, after class. And when I'm off work at, like, four or five, he's like, we will go and get you a plan B. And I was like, oh, thank God. I was like, okay, perfect. And so, I text the guy I was with at the time, and I was like, okay, here's the plan, you know, Noah's gonna go with me, and he's like, okay, cool, and he's like, what, you told Noah, and I was like, I was freaking out, dude, I was like, that is not a good way to wake up in the morning, no. and so Noah and I, like, go to Hy-Vee, 
Okay. Yep. They have a ginormous line. We wait in it, and they're sold out of Plan B. They have a line. They have a line. Well, it was just like the normal pharmacy line, but I was like, oh, my God. And so then we go to Walgreens. Walgreens is sold out. <laughs> and I was like, oh, dear gosh. And I had to go babysit for my cousins. And so I was like, I will have to go to Target, like, after I'm done babysitting. And so I dropped Noah off, go babysit my cousins, blah, 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 blah. Go to Target. The clock's and, ticking at this point. Oh, the clock is ticking. <laughs> I am spiraling. It was probably the most stressful day of my life. Mm-hmm. And so I get done babysitting, and I'm, like, texting Noah, and I was like, okay, I'm going to go to Target. <laughs> I'll go by myself, though. Like, don't worry. I got this. And so I go, and it just looks like a rummage. Like, people were, like, Black Friday, the Plan B section at yep. Target. So there's like three left, and I was like, hell yeah, finesse it. This is probably the fastest Target trip I've ever gone on. Mm-hmm. And I just go to self-checkout and buy it, that's it. And I'm walking out of Target, and then the alarms go off. <laughs> because it, they didn't take the thingy, like the alarm thing on the box. Mm-hmm. Because I was self-checkout. Why would I know that? Mm-hmm. And so, like, two employees come over, and they're college students, like, it's a guy and a girl, and they're like, oh, like, what'd you buy? And I was like, oh, I only bought one thing, and the guy was like, what'd you buy? And I was like, a plan B? And he was like, oh my gosh, I am so sorry you had to buy that. And I'm just like, oh, thank you. Uh Uh-huh. And I was like, just don't make this experience any worse, dude. And so he's like, well, I have to check your bag. And so I opened my bag, and it's the receipt in the plan B and he's like, Oh, you weren't kidding. And I was well, like, I was like, you think I'm a joke about that? Yeah, no shit. He's already like, yeah, he's hit the sentimental side too. He's like, I'm sorry you had to buy this. Now he's yeah. confused that you were, mm-hmm. that you were being honest. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> okay. So then I go back to my apartment and I'm like, the clock is ticking and I'm like in the kitchen trying to open it. Cause you know, it's in the weird plastic container and I definitely could not. And Noah like is just watching me spiral. And my other roommate was just watching and like, what is going on there? And then I like found the scissors and I got it, took the pill and I was fine. But I get a little PTSD when I think of Valentine's Day and having to go to three stores. So my best advice, if, you know, you think a situation is going to happen around Valentine's Day, be prepared and buy it a couple days before because it will be sold out. Mm -hmm. Now, after hearing both of these things, I am just so happy. I have never had to do it. Here's some wood I've knocked. I have not cursed myself, but holy shit, you guys got me like giving goosebumps right now. Fuck. Yeah, but it's a it's a great way to dodge fifty dollars. That's so another thing too. Like, something to not, keep in mind. It's not like something you're like, all right, we're over this hump now. You remember it when you go check your account the next few days. You're like, there's a nice little hole that could have been avoided. <laughs> and I guess that leads me to my fucking thing with that. I've never personally had to um, buy Plan B. Uh, I'm just a sneaky agent, one could say. But one of my best friends from fucking high school, this man has probably invested between $500 and, like, $1,000 worth of fucking Plan B. I Could you, you imagine? No. And that's what I mean. It would be, like, one of these things where, like, every few weekends, me and, like, our other best friend, we had, like, a trio. He would just tell me, here through the grapevine, oh... He had to rush and get some Plan B this morning, and it got to the point where, like, he had a long-time girlfriend. They broke up. He'd probably done it three times with her, like, how to buy it, and then he has this other chick he's fucking around with, Then 
had to do it twice with her. Goes back to this other girlfriend. Probably done it four or five more times. Like, he it was just a cycle of, like, he'd does be like, man... oh, no, no condom. <laughs> Time to say fuck it. And, like, like, does he not know what a condom is? Does he, no, do they he not does. believe in birth control? It's just, like, he, he's a man of sporadic action, one could say. That's what your wallet's for. You know, trust me. It wasn't, like, a skipping step mentality was kind of there it was just like we can just get to the fun part right now and i can worry about problems later (laughs) that's a dangerous game to play right there yeah especially when it comes to real lives becoming part of the situation an expensive one too Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like it's mm. and that's what i mean just think about okay so then on top of that yeah the expense side of it like how he could buy a lot of things with five hundred dollars right now I mean, over thousand. time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, like I said, I've lost track. It's got to be up there, though. <laughs> it's got to be fucking close. And I'm just like, wow. And, like, I don't know, like, the medical, like, bah, like stuff oh, behind that's it. that's thing, too. But it's not good for women to take. Mm. No. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'll have to Google that. What the fuck happens to a woman's body after they've taken Plan B, like, ten times in their life? Like, they're, like, you get sick. Like, there are symptoms, like, after you take it. Mm. Like. Go explain. You're the only person here that's taken a Plan B. <laughs> Thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> um, like, when I, after I took it, like, I felt, like, kind of, like, n- nauseous. Like, my stomach was kind of uneasy. Um. Ugh. And, like, but it was, like, a different, like, not like I'm, like, puking. And it wasn't because I was, like, so anxious or anything. Like, it was just, like, I don't know. I could feel that it was from that. And a lot of my friends, okay, not a lot, but, like, my friends, you know, my mm-hmm. girlfriends that have taken it, like, they will, like, be down bad for, like, a day from it. Damn. Mm-hmm. Like, that sucks. And, I mean, it hits everyone differently. Like, some people get, like, really bad migraines from it. Some people will puke. Some people will, like, have, like, their stomach, or they'll just be, like, cramping and things. Like, it just, yeah, it just depends. Again, it's a dangerous game to play. Yeah, I mean, and that's the other side of it, too. So, like, one time, like, this is traumatic for me. I just started having sex. Like, this is, like, going into freshman year. I was on this trip, and this chick looks me dead in the face, and she goes, like, she had a big old baby coming soon, and she was like, yeah. This happened through a condom and birth control, so try your luck, see what happens. And I was like, wow, that's terrifying. Like, and I just started having sex, too, so I was just like, okay, hmm, is anything safe? So, I mean, I am obviously never had problems, but birth control freaks me out, too, a lot, just, mm. to, just to bring that up for a second. So, what is your biggest fear of birth control? Like, well, like, it wasn't even so long ago, I was like fucking this chick and she was like i'm on birth control like you can come inside me and i'm like no like i just don't have it's not that i don't have faith in it like i don't know like it's proven to work but some i don't know what i get uneasy of, i just what, get uneasy what, about it. I don't what know kind of science. birth control was she on like That's, the pill I ask. We were oh. in the middle of like fucking i was gonna be like um let me go through my mental list here and see what one I trust before I know. That's too much thinking. I've had that exact same conundrum. <laughs> and then you're like, still, I, no, I'm scared. <laughs> I, I, you just don't know. Cause then it's like, I don't, you know, and then it just, so then this is the other side of it too. So then if it does work, then you're always used to doing it that way. And if you ever have to use a condom, you're going to be like, fuck, 
then you'd be like, oh, well, maybe I'll try pulling out. You've been, like, so used to, like, that side of it. Because, like, when I started fucking, I didn't use condoms. Risky. Yeah. I know. But at the same time, then I eventually did start, and it sucked to go through, but I did it so I could be mm, You powered through. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> See, like, I, like... I used to be on the pill, and then I stopped. And so, like, when I wasn't on it, I was like, "Ooh, this is ooh, this is an interesting game to play." But now I have an IUD, but I still use a condom whenever you know I have sex. And at this point, I'm like, if I have an IUD and it's 99% effective, and I use a condom and I still got pregnant, you know what? It's meant to be there. Like, True. you know what? Like, I'll True. be, you know, I'll be like, I did everything I could in my power. To, yeah, and to, just, you know, yeah. and you were, you got the one, like that kid's probably going to come out and be fucking Einstein or like Michael Jordan. Yeah. They're, you have to tell it one day at the peak of its famedom, hey, we tried our best <laughs> to make sure we didn't have a kid, but I'm glad it was you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you can watch their career spiral. <laughs> that would be a... I mean, I'd be depressed if I was told that, but I think yeah. it'd also be funny. I mean, my, yeah, I don't know, like, if I would go into detail, be like, I'd just be like, oh, you were an unplanned miracle, like. Well, obviously, that's what every parent says. No one fucking goes, yeah, they're an accident. My parents told me I was an accident. See, that's, that's rough. Kids that uh, tell me that, I'm like, damn, like, that would hurt me. Yeah, it kind of did, I'm not going to lie. I was a honeymoon cruise ship baby, and on oh, Valentine's Day, yeah. you know, that's how it always the power goes, three. Well, like, um, my parents, it was just like a fucking Def Leppard concert. And like, I was, I was right after the marriage. So then it was my sister. She was like the, the oopsie doopsie. Oh, a Def Leppard concert. That's, what I'm saying. that's in a so. Por- in a porta potty. Like, what the fuck? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's how the fucking story goes. I don't know. They never, I'd never asked for more detail, but. Oh my God. That's iconic. Ben Murray, you made that. Yeah. Um, I don't know for sure, because uh, I don't care to find out. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, I mean, if you do the math, I was born in early September, and, like, the more people I talk to who have, like, also been born in early September, you just kind of get a guess. New Year's. Yep. That I happens. had to figure. That's another big... That was, like, a thing kind of our though. era, too. There's a lot of... You know what I mean? I feel like... There's a lot of people that were like New Year's babies. There's a lot of September babies now that I think about it. Are they sub- oh. There is. There always is a shit ton. Yeah. I mean, my parents just told me like they, I was just going to be like a kid that they were going to have as a family. Like they were married, they were ready to do it. Mm-hmm. So it was like a planned thing. I don't know how hard they were trying, but I mean, I came around September, so maybe it just happened that way for mm. me too. But. My, I remember when I found out, you know, my grandma actually was the one that told me. She's like, yeah, you're unplanned, and you were made on the honeymoon. Like, live. Like, how did you not know this? I was like 13, <laughs> and so <laughs> I know I was like, yo. But I remember I was probably about 17, 18, and my mom had me try on all her old old prom dresses, and so I was trying them on. And you know, like on cruise ships, like there's normally like a couple of nights that you have to like get really dressed up. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've cruise. never been on a cruise, yeah. but yeah. yeah. And so my mom brought one of her old prom dresses, and I like am like have it on, and I go out and I'm like showing my family like in the living room, and my dad's like, "Is that the dress?" And I was like, "What do you mean the dress?" And he looks at my mom and just starts dying laughing, and my mom was like, "That's the dress I wore the night you were made." 
And I was like, wow. I have, holy shit. I Usain bolted to my bedroom, ripped that off of my body. Um, wow. Yeah. And then my dad, like later that night, we were talking about it and it was just him and I, and he was just like laughing and he's like, you know what? You want to know what the biggest lie your mom told me was? And I was like, I don't know. And he's like, we weren't going to have kids. She told me she didn't want any kids. <laughs> and here you are. And your brother. And I was like, oh, thanks. So that was just like a really like traumatic night all in itself. You know what's funny is the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. You always talk about how you don't want kids. And I guarantee you're going to have two. That is like... There's just going to be lives, like generations of lives. Just keep going down, like from <laughs> mother to you, to the next, to the next. Okay, <laughs> I don't want kids. I don't see myself having kids, like, in my life. Like, and if I do, like, I want to have my career really established and everything. And, like, I just don't see myself having kids right now. Will I probably have kids, just like Connor's saying? Probably. More than likely. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks for calling me out. <laughs> Appreciate it. I just, uh, it's a thing that comes up often, so I figured now would be a great time to discuss. But, I mean, the flip side, Connor, do you see yourself uh, making a child at a Def Leppard concert? <laughs> oh my god, dude. I don't know. Just, maybe not Def Leppard, but definitely, I could, yeah, I could definitely see that being a conversation I'd have. Yeah, rolling loud. After a concert with my significant other. She just looks at me and goes, well, and I'm like, it's a good concert. <laughs> the porta potty is what gets yeah, me. But like, what's like oh. a band that like you would go to? Like, you know, like in our parents' prime, it was like Def Leppard. Like, would you go see the Jonas Brothers? I'd see, it'd definitely be like the 19, if it was a band, it'd be like the 1975 for sure. I'd just be like really stoned, having a great time. And like, they start playing like a half-ass lovey-dovey song and I'm like, you want to get out of here? <laughs> <laughs> Come, Come, let me, let me take you away in this porta potty real quick. <laughs> that bathroom stall's really calling our names. Yeah, oh gosh. Let me, save, let me save you in this porta potty real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Romantic as fuck. I think now. the porta potty is probably one of the last places I would ever have sex. Depends how early into the concert it is, for sure. Because there's unbearable porta potty experience, or there is. I want, I want to use that line though. Next time I'm at the bar, like soap, just be like, "Hey, you want to get out of here?" And then just go to the bathroom. <laughs> I, I've never said it like that, but I've definitely taken women to the bathroom once or twice. So, oh it's dear not lord, classy. It's nasty. It's there for. Ooh, that, that. rhymes. I fucked with that. Ugh. It's not classy. It's nasty. I know the poet I am. Mm-hmm, truly, but I think I think that's a good place to end. This yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, for sure. Love in a porta potty. Love in a porta potty. I think that's the title of this episode. Yeah. Love in a porta potty. Okay, don't. That works for me. Well, thank you for listening to Between the Bedpost. Uh-huh.